Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Thrilled to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Our guy, Mark Saxon, Cardinals insider for The Athletic and 101 ESPN, joining us here on the show. Saxy, it is fantastic to be able to have you on once again. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. How you doing today, man? I am doing uh, fantastic. I had a great Thanksgiving. You know, didn't really see anyone other than the immediate family, but uh, a lot of us are doing that kind of stuff now. How are you guys doing? We are doing great, man. We'd be doing better if there was some activity from the Cardinal side of things, but uh, let's get your perspective on this. What is the latest? What can you tell us about Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright? We know that's kind of uh domino number one that has to fall in this offseason what are you hearing on those is there any reason to believe that anything's going to get done soon yeah i think we will actually have a good pretty good idea in the next two to three weeks for a few reasons um the cardinals typically are pretty um adamant about shutting down for the holidays and if you look at when they make a lot of their big moves it, it tends to be right in that early to mid december period now now, part of that was you had the winter meetings kind of spurring things, which we don't have, but there will be some Zoom calls around that time. Maybe the, the DH situation will be worked out. But the other thing is I think free agency as a rule will get jump-started a little bit tomorrow night when teams see who the non-tenders are, right? If For those listening who don't know all these arcane kind of deadlines, tomorrow night teams have to decide whether to – tender contracts to arbitration-eligible players. These are good young players a lot of times who potentially could become free agents, and there could be a big list of them tomorrow night. So once that happens, um, maybe if Real Muto signs and Yachty's the next guy, that could be another thing. So I do think in the next two to three weeks we'll have a good idea on both of these guys. Big sexy. How we doing, buddy? <laughs> We're doing good, Jamie. All right. How you doing? I'm good, man. And look, I've come to a bit of a conclusion, though, and, and I'm going to ask you for your opinion on this. I've come to a conclusion that I don't think that Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina are a package deal anymore. Listening to what Adam Wainwright said to Jesse Rogers, talking about, you know, if St. Louis moves on from him and whatnot, he understands he loves St. Louis, loves the Cardinals. And then Yadi now is talking about four or five other teams. I just feel like these guys are no longer a package deal moving forward, unless, of course, it's the Cardinals. Am I crazy? I never thought they were a package deal. I don't know exactly. You know, I know that Adam raised that in a interview. I think he was mostly kidding. And, and I do think they talked about it, but I think they were kind of like, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I, I don't think 
either one ever thought that they were both going to sign, let's say, with the Yankees. I mean, maybe they kind of fantasized or had fun with it, but it's just too hard to pull off, right? I mean, it just doesn't happen really ever. Um, And, you know, the thing is that there's going to be very different markets for these guys, right? I mean, teams that are looking for a defensive catcher, um, with a tremendous reputation and are willing to spend X dollars are going to be interested in Yachty and teams that need that fifth starter, fourth starter kind of guy want to do a one-year deal. are going to be looking at Wainwright. So it's just, it's just too hard to line those two things up. And if you look at it, even the rumored teams pursuing those guys are different teams. So I, I don't think they're both going to sign in the same place. And, and I, I haven't thought all along that they would both sign with the Cardinals, by the way, simply because of the parameters that John Mosellock set out in terms of bringing the payroll down. It just doesn't kind of fit with what they're trying to do. So I would expect one of them to be back, and if I had to guess, I would say it's probably Yachty. Well, they shouldn't joke around like that, okay, because it messes with my emotions. Okay, Big Sassy? <laughs> All right. Well, maybe they won't now. They'll they'll get they'll get wind of this. You're, you're upset about it. Okay. Mark Saxon joining us here on 101 ESPN. Saxy, I wanted to ask you about how. I mean, we've been. He, we, we heard so much early on about how this free agent market was going to be depressed, right? And how the, the market values for these players would be lower than expected. And then I see kind of the first signs of life on the free agent market. And you've got Charlie Morton getting $15 million, Drew Smiley getting $11 million, Robbie Ray getting $8 million, Mike Miner getting a two-year deal instead of a one-year deal. Are we going to actually end up seeing Adam Wainwright have a pretty decent market out there, given what we've already seen early on for the one-year pitching market? You would think so because of what you said. I mean, teams are scrambling to get one-year deals done, right? And and a lot of times, even though it looks like they're overpaying for these guys, teams are willing to do that if it's just a one-year commitment because what they fear more than anything is kind of getting locked up. A little bit, you know, really what the Cardinals are this year with, with the Carpenter, Fowler, um, Andrew Miller contracts on the books. They just don't have a lot of room to operate because of these large contracts, and, and that's what teams are trying to avoid. Now, Adam is that guy, and in fact, I would think that he'll probably sign an incentive-laden deal again, you know, because at his age and he has had a lot of injury history, even if it was a few years ago, I, I think he's a candidate to sign one of those contracts. So, yeah, teams, teams are going to want that now. Some of the peripheral numbers with Wainwright in terms of um, batted ball luck, in terms of some of the, the home run numbers, you know, teams might doubt that he can replicate that. But I do think that there's going to be a vibrant enough market because he, he is different. He stands out with that curveball usage, and, and it, it does counter kind of what a lot of hitters are trying to do, which is to hit home runs. It's hard to hit that particular pitch. So I do think there's going to be a vibrant market for Adam Wayne right now. Will it drag on for a while as some of the top-tier guys move? Sometimes that happens. Um, but I wouldn't think he would want that. So I, I do think that he'll want to get some resolution in the next few weeks, and they'll ask teams to make their best offers. Saxy, coming out over the weekend with some rumors that the Cardinals have been possibly kicking the tires on McCann to come in as a catcher. Uh, if Yachty, I guess, doesn't work out or if they go in a different direction. How much how much can we read into that? Or are the Cardinals just literally doing their due diligence and kind of see kind of what's out there? I definitely think they're doing their due diligence. And 
one of the reasons to check in on other catchers is to kind of start getting some parameters for what Yachty's market could look like, right? I mean, James McCann is an interesting comp in that he's kind of the opposite of Yachty. Yachty's had this great career over a long period of time. James McCann, you know, really is a product of a really strong season last year. Um, and he's kind of a, a lot of teams view him as a little bit of a value play, but um, yeah, I, I think they will t- check in on virtually every free agent out there. And sometimes you'll see agents for these guys kind of spin a check-in call as interest with reporters. So the, the main thing I would have people understand at this time of year, it's all negotiating anything you're reading in the press for the most part, until you start hearing words like, close to signing a deal or soliciting offers or um, you know, in agreement, it's really all negotiating at this point. We're talking with Mark Saxon here on 101 ESPN. Speaking of negotiations, I wanted to ask you about a report that I saw earlier today from Ken Rosenthal because he said that the Red Sox are uniquely positioned to buy prospects by taking on a big salary. And he specifically mentioned Cardinals pitcher Carlos Martinez as one of those players that maybe they would be interested in. Saxy, do you think there is any, any interest whatsoever out there among other teams, whether it be the Red Sox or otherwise, on potentially taking on Carlos Martinez's $12 million salary for next season? No, not in, not in, the, in its totality. I wouldn't think so. I just think there's too many um, injury question marks with Carlos, you know, the fact he was so adamant about being healthy enough to start and just had a pretty bad, you know, few starts. Let's be honest about that. He wasn't good. His velocity was down. So now those red flags turn into sort of flashing red sirens, right? Is he healthy? You know, the shoulder hasn't held up. So, no, I don't think anybody would take him on at that number. But if it were part of a larger deal and let's say the Red Sox were so desperate to rebuild their system, they were willing to throw in, you know, a, a major league piece as well and, and, and acquire a prospect and a Carlos Martinez, which could give the Cardinals some payroll relief. Those types of deals are wor- worth keeping an eye on because for a team like the Cardinals, who does have payroll constraints, it's a way for them to improve next year's team without taking a big chunk of payroll on. And so any of those kinds of deals are worth keeping an eye on, even though a straight sort of Carlos Martinez and a prospect just for salary relief. I don't see those two teams lining up, you know, on that particular deal. Last question for you, Saxy. Tomorrow is that deadline that you were talking about, the non-tender deadline. I think it's like 7 o'clock tomorrow night when they officially have to announce things and we'll kind of know what the official market looks like. Are there any players other than Brebbia that we should be watching for as potential non-tender candidates for the Cardinals? I, I, you know, I looked at the entire list. I'd be absolutely shocked if any of those players was non-tendered. Harrison Bader, you know, is probably the starting center fielder next year. Alex Reyes has just too much upside to consider that. Maybe if this were a year ago, they might have. You know, obviously, Jack Flaherty isn't. So, no, I think Brebbia is the one guy. And even John Brebbia was so good when he was healthy. You know, even if he makes eight hundred grand next year and he's not going to pitch, is it worth keeping in the, him in the organization? I don't even think that one's a slam dunk. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's certainly a possibility, but I don't think it's written in stone that John Brebbia will be non-tendered either. Well, Mark, we always appreciate the time, man. You can find his work over on The Athletic. Give him a follow on Twitter as well, at Mark A. Saxon. Saxy, all the best to you and the family. We look forward to talking with you again soon. All right, boys, be well. Talk to you later.